Today, we're doing a special episode recapping 2022 and looking ahead into 2023. You're listening to Joel Beasley, Modern CTO. Host it away, Josh. You're the host. I'm the host. Oh, man. Yeah, you're always behind the curtains. Now you're the host. Well, I think we could start off today by taking a quick peek at the last year. 2022 was an exciting year, to say the least. And while I wasn't here the whole time on the Modern CTO Pro Series media team, it was a fantastic year. Joel, I know that you had a lot of change happen on your end of things. We both actually ended up in Tennessee right around the same time without knowing it that we were we eventually crossed paths. But what was the beginning of the year like for you, Joel? Like you got here in what, January, February? Yeah, I got here in the middle of January. We had just gotten off of our 10 months of living in an RV traveling around the United States. So that was a lot of fun. And we've been here just about a year now. So that's super exciting. And now we've got two new dogs, a new child, Atlas, our new son, and a little farm just outside of Nashville. That's exciting. So yeah, that's super cool. And just like taking a peek at the past year, we put out a lot of content. We put out around 150 episodes. And I, th- I feel like it was probably the widest variety of different guests and topics, perhaps in the show's history. I mean, before this year, there was less of a focus on anything outside of technology leadership. And this year, we kind of blew the doors down with like talking to different scientists, researchers, people who are making wild new technology. Well, that was intentional too. Yeah. So if you listen to the recap episode of last year, we said that we were going to start doing these newer episodes that weren't just leadership, that were about emerging technologies as a way to just keep it interesting. I mean, we're 600 plus episodes into this thing. And what we've noticed is that people have started to gravitate to the leadership episodes or to the sciencey episodes. So this year, we've actually broken them out into two other podcasts. So the first one is Joel Beasley Tech and Science. And that one will have all of the best episodes that are really cool, such as, you know, contact lenses with AR, using bacteria to edit blood types to help people with organ transplants, all sorts of really interesting technologies, uh, building floating cities, things like that. So very excited. And then that way you could follow just those. You can follow just those episodes. And then on the other side of things, which is leadership, we have the best episodes that we've ever had in leadership cut down from an hour to about 10 minutes or so. So that way it's really condensed and easy to consume. And so people can follow that podcast, which is called Joel Beasley Tech Titans, so that they can just get those leadership. And then of course, on the main channel, Modern CTO is everything, the full length version of everything. So They're not really separate podcasts. They're just a way for you to follow like a playlist, essentially. But, you know, podcasting doesn't have playlist technology at at a whole. So we have to do it that way. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Check out Tech Titans and Joel Beasley's Tech and Science. It's going to be super cool. So maybe we can kind of start by looking at a couple of those episodes. I do want to know, because I know we did an episode with molecular beverage machines. Mm. Try to say that 10 times fast. You pre-ordered one, right? Did you get it? I did. I, I, I have it? not gotten No, I have uh, not gotten it. <laughs> okay. What is it? What is it supposed to be here? 
I think it's supposed to ship in March or April of this year. I don't think they've missed their deadline yet. But yeah, I remember it being about a year. All right, let's go with this one. Colossal Biosciences, they're resurrecting a woolly mammoth. They're taking woolly mammoth DNA and recreating it, and they're actually having success with it. So I mean, that's just so exciting. Yeah, they're going to bring back. The first thing they have to do, step one is Arctic elephant. Step two is woolly mammoth. So a woolly mammoth is two steps from an elephant. So you need the elephant, the Arctic elephant, and then the woolly mammoth. So hugely cool episode. And to prepare for that interview, I watched Jurassic Park. (laughs) Uh, I was going to say, did you watch Ice Age? Yes, I could recite Ice Age. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I would say too, if anyone out there is like curious to listen to this episode or maybe any of the others, I can definitely vouch for this uh, Colossal Biosciences one. Ariana was a fantastic guest. I mean, it is clear that she is the head of biological sciences at this company. And she went in depth on everything there is to know about this project. So I, I just thought it was so fascinating. The list is just great. Napster was really cool. They exist. That was real fun. And then the guy ended up you know, living in Florida and he's really into woodworking. So we've been texting pictures back and forth of the different woodworking <laughs> projects we're doing. Uh, so that was cool. That was Brandon at Napster. On this list, Chloe, did you listen to any of these? Well, I know we worked with Jeremy King before. So now he's at Pinterest. Yeah, from Walmart to Pinterest. Yep. And I love Pinterest. So we talked about their algorithms, what they're doing. We had a good amount of product talk and what's actually happening at Pinterest on the on the show. So that was a good one. Yes. One thing that really that Jeremy talked about was the AR try-ons. I thought that was really interesting. Uh, Kind of taking a a new spin in AR, which is kind of a technology that I feel hasn't taken off in the way that maybe you thought it might when it first started rolling out, but they're really doing a lot with AR. So (coughs) I thought that was really cool. I want to talk about the SpaceX Dragon. Yeah. So Tom Marshburn, the astronaut we had on from NASA. Oh my goodness. Incredible episode. I mean... He was one of the first astronauts to go to and from space. He was the, yeah. The first, right. Uh, yeah. On the SpaceX Dragon. So nuts. That's so cool. Really cool. All right. So the best advice I got from that guy, he said to handle trauma. And this guy had been a surgeon, an emergency surgeon. They would helicopter in to different areas and deal with incredibly difficult situations and, and just horrible, horrible scenes. And he said to handle trauma, what he does, whether it's the space trauma or the surgery trauma, whatever he's dealing with, you just make your world really, really small and just focus on the exact next item that you need to do. And this is special to me. I'm glad you put this on the list, Josh, because this is one of the the few times where someone said something to me and it stays that one piece of advice just stays in my head. I use it a lot when things get really, really difficult and traumatic, I just remind myself, okay, I have the solution here. I've talked to some of the smartest people on the planet, and this is what you do in this situation. And it's been incredibly helpful. I haven't ever had the situation where I needed to resurrect a woolly mammoth, but but I have had traumatic situations. In all fairness, though, if she does resurrect woolly mammoths and they go crazy and take over the world, that would be a traumatic situation, in which case this would be useful knowledge. Indeed. It's valid. 
While we're on the topic of episodes this year, Joel, I have to say, I was just sitting here grinning the whole time when Cal Fussman interviewed you. I love that episode. Uh, I had heard bits and pieces of your story through phone calls and episodes and just team meetings here and there, but to hear it like fleshed out step by step, bit by bit, it was just a really fun to hear and I felt like I got to know you super well through that through that episode. So yeah, if anyone wants to check that one out, Cal Fussman interviewing Joel, uh, he tells his life story and it is a wild ride, to say the least. So check it out. I'm not sure this experiment that I'm running over the past six years, if it's going to work out or not, ultimately I'll know at the end of you know 30 year plus career. But I'm trying to do things where when I did the interview with Cal, where I tell it as accurately as I can and I don't withhold stuff that others would withhold because it's embarrassing. And I think that ultimately that recipe will work. I'm hoping it will. So it's also really easy because you don't have to remember any things or deviations. You just always tell the story like how it happened and that makes life very easy versus trying to tell a story where you're editing out the embarrassing moments. That's much harder. I tried to do that before in my, in my past and it doesn't work very well. So when we did talk last year, I think when we recorded the episode last year that we had one or maybe two podcasts signed in late December. I think we, we got one in November and one in December. So it was brand new. We figured out so many things in the past year and we grew it. It's easily the fastest growing line of business that I've done at any of my companies because it went from zero to about $800,000 a year in recurring revenue in 12 months. So that was real exciting because that allows us to have a, a future at the company where we can expand beyond just the episodes that we can record with me, you know? Yeah, so that completely exploded. I mean, we really launched it um, beginning of January of last year, 2022. So now it's been one full year and that has been just an awesome project to be a part of and see it launch off the ground to now being really successful. I think what we have 16 clients under our belt at this time. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not sure if we mentioned Pro Series Media in last year's recap episode, but what was happening was we were selling to our past customers that had done sponsorship with Modern CTO. And, and our first six deals or so were sold that way. And then we got referrals from their friends and people started coming to moderncto.io and would be very confused because it just looks like a tech leadership and science type podcast, really interesting podcast. It didn't look like a production company. So we created a brand called Pro Series, P-R-O-S-E-R-I-E-S, media.com. So when we pitch it to people, we say, hey, we're Pro Series Media. We make these 16 shows. One of the shows we make is Modern CTO, and it's the largest leadership tech podcast in the world. And that gives us a lot of credibility as far as being able to make a podcast. And it also positions me as a customer of my own podcasting services. So I am the <laughs> not the easiest person in, in the world to work with, <laughs> but uh, it sets the, the standard really high. Yeah. One thing I was thinking of a minute ago is obviously we came into this podcast production game with some experience under our belt. You guys have been making Modern CTL for what, four years before Pro Series launched. So there was a lot of just like trial and error and just 
education that I'm sure you gained along the way. But all that said, you still went from zero dollars to, you said, $800,000 right in the course of a year. I don't know. I think that kind of points to like podcasting as a whole being a special type of media. Some advantages I see to it is like people can be roughly anywhere, talk to really great people and make like an hour long, interesting conversation or however long you want to. And you can consume the media like while you're just doing the dishes or driving to work on your commute, you know, know, those are some of the things that I think makes podcasting like a more accessible form of media. Do you guys have any like insights on like what would allow something like that to explode so quickly? Yeah. Chloe, why do people buy podcasting? So why do people buy or why do people listen? Because I guess I guess I'll hit on both. I guess for listening sake, because I love podcasts in my free time, it kind of just so happens I started working for a podcast that kind that came secondary. I love it. Like Josh said, you can really dive into a very specific topic. For me, I love listening to people that I follow on social media. So like previous bachelorettes, dog trainers that are famous, things like that, you know, for entertainment purposes. And I think why are people sponsoring podcasts, buying into podcasts? That's definitely because they want to reach a very niche market. So, you know, people that are selling, let's say, I don't know, wine or sweatpants, they're advertising on podcasts that I'm listening to. They're reaching the right market. (laughs) I like your bachelorette example because we'll try to tie it back. (laughs) What you're doing is you're meeting these people through the TV and through the Bachelorette show, and then you want to continue to follow them outside of that. And that's one of the great things that podcasting does. If you meet a company and you want to know more about them, you can follow the content outside. If you're in the industry and you know that there's a topic happening and you want to follow that topic, you can through you know podcasting. So for me, it's a really a great way to keep the relationship going. So when I go and give talks, and I haven't done them since COVID, But people will come up to me after I get off of the stage and bring up, ask me how my daughter is. They'll say, hey, how's Aria? And so podcasting is really an interesting medium because it allows a large number of people to know about the companies that we work with, what's going on in my life. And I kind of like it. So Yeah. Joel, when's your next talk, man? Like when when are you getting back out there to give a talk? Is there anything on the horizon and anything you want to go speak at? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. My focus right now is getting Pro Series Media to produce 100 podcasts, which would allow me to sell that line of business and continue to do the podcast. I, I would never sell Modern CTO or the podcast or stop doing interviews. That's why we track them, it's separate revenue in our PL, right? So we see that the business of producing content as a very scalable business, we could have hundreds, clients, you know, thousands of clients, we could sell to a media company. It's a really we have this production and marketing and PR engine that's in the production company. So I want to grow that and be able to to sell that off and then continue to do the podcast. So things like this morning, somebody offered me a very interesting good deal, but I, I said no, not related to speaking, but I said no because uh, I have to focus on this. I have to, it's really, really hard. So if you listen to Warren Buffett and you listen to Bill Gates, if you listen to these people that have achieved a lot in life, the thing that they'll say 
is the most difficult thing is focus. It's just being able to continue to focus because you, you would think that it would be easier to accomplish the goal when you have money, more money, right? You keep growing in your, in your uh, wealth and you'd think it'd be easier to accomplish the goal. But almost the opposite happens. When you have the freedom and you have the money, you have so many things that you could do. And after you've had some amount of success, like Chloe, right? You're successful with your dog rescue. You're successful at work. You have a lot of options, but being able to focus on just those two things is your superpower, right? If you kept, you know, joined a dog food line and then people wanted you to do all these other things, right? It would dilute what you're able to accomplish. And, and so being able to say no is, is something that I'm learning for 2023. So I will most likely say no to the speaking engagements simply because I'm trying to scale this. Last year was figuring it out and this year is scaling it up. Awesome. I think that, uh, like you're saying, I agree with that because when I first came to the company, so I hit four years in November, which was really cool. We were trying a lot of different things. So a lot of balls in the air. So we were trying different products, projects, you know, speaking engagements, you getting on other people's podcasts. And it did feel very like, all right, what's going to work? What's going to stick? How do we do this? And so then I think once you decided modern CTO was like your baby, like that wasn't going anywhere, we were able to hone in and really see how can we leverage this to be successful. Like now look at us five years later, you know, four years with me on the team. And so I think that's kind of where we're at right now with Pro Series is we're kind of in the same boat. Yeah. But we're doing it. (laughs) We're doing it. It's working. We're doing it. (laughs) Look at us. Look at us now. (laughs) Yeah. No, No, one thing I'll say too on the focus thing is... I think there are a lot of ideas out there, whether they be like really tried and true businesses or just like a completely off the wall new idea that you think has potential. Like it does come down to focus. I I think back to, I used to freelance and when COVID happened, I was in live audio. And then in March of 2020, I was suddenly not in live audio very quickly because there was no live events happening. So I doubled down on other freelancing endeavors and it didn't make sense at the time. But to make a very long story short, here I am now doing podcasting still. Being consistent and staying focused, that's just going to lead to your most surefire results. Some people call it shiny object syndrome. I hear that a lot. Because <laughs> yeah. it, it, it's so cool. Look, if you even look at the biology of yourself, the neurons and everything that fire and the chemicals that get you know, release into your body as far as dopamine. And there's, I think, six of them related to that. The new ideas spark that, right? And so you get real excited and real charged and you want to go run off and do it. And it's something new and shiny and exciting. And then to help balance that, I heard one of the Shark Tank guys, he said something that stuck with me. He said, business is boring. And I thought about it and I was like, I guess he's right. Business is being able to wake up and do the same thing over and over. You would not like it if the food that you ate from a restaurant was horribly inconsistent or their hours just changed at the whim of the owner. You know, you, you don't want that to happen. You don't want the products that you like to change, like, you know, incredible amounts away from what you want them to be. So obviously there's good change, but it's boring. 
And when I took that philosophy to it, I realized, oh, I don't have to, not everything has to be so exciting. And then that forced me to figure out where I want my variety and how to be intentional about it, which is why we started the variety and the content. I said, okay, I'll have variety there versus, as Chloe mentioned, starting, you know, speaking gigs or workshops or a membership where people can join. Shout out to elevate150.com. Here's a question I have. I wonder if anybody's noticed on any of the listeners have noticed on the podcast app that we have changed it from modern CTO with Joel Beasley to Joel Beasley pipe, the pipe symbol, and then modern CTO. So if you have, reach out to me on Twitter. Well, I'm not on Twitter. Reach out to me on LinkedIn. <laughs> I think we have a Twitter and we post clips. I don't, I don't yes. spend much time there. Uh, but yeah, reach out to me on LinkedIn and we will mail you a lollipop. <laughs> we will not do this. But we do have swag though. We just got say. it our first time. Oh. Check this out. I got a little modern CTO hat. Look at that. Which is uh, It only took four years. And uh, we had a beanie, a hat, stickers, and mugs. And we will put a link to that in the show notes. So Josh, you'll have to get with Andrea to get the link to the, the store. But I ordered one of each just to see if they were good enough quality to start telling people about it and actually use that store. And they were, they were good quality. What's the mug like? I'd be interested in the mug. The mug is not in here, but it Ugh. just has the logo on it. It looks good. It's a good mug. Nice. I'm a, yeah. I'm a big fan of a good mug. Nice. Big fan. Yes. Big fan. So Chloe, how many times over four years have I tried to get the merch stuff going? <laughs> do, do you really want me to answer this? No, no. It's been too many. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a, okay. We we've had a lot of potential that we've talked about having merch, but now we actually have someone to execute, so that's exciting. Uh, but I will say, my very first sale that I made before I was even on the sales team, we didn't have a sales team. This was a while ago. Um, my incentive to make a sale was Joel got me a snuggie embroidered with <laughs> modern CTO on it. Custom snuggie. Wow. I still have it. It has a hood and everything. It's great. I just look at them like, oh, how far we've come. I love it. Wow. I know. I know. And then all the, I'm excited about what's to come. I'm specifically excited about the questions you two have written down for me. All right. Are we diving yeah. in? Yeah, we're diving in. Right, let's, let's dive in. So you got two new dogs, mm -hmm. which was very exciting for me. That's like the highlight of my year was that you got dogs. Yes. Uh, will you guys be getting any more dogs or any more mm. animals? Because you're your own property now. Yes, let's talk about the two dogs. <laughs> so we had two dogs previously and they both passed around the same time. So that was, uh, you know, we had had them for nine, 10 years. So then the day my wife came home from the uh, having our third child, Atlas, we got a German Shepherd puppy. So we had found that German Shepherd a month earlier while walking through Home Depot. This lady walked up and was the kids are playing with it. And she goes, well, you know, she's for sale. And we said, okay, well, if you can keep her until the baby comes, because we were running to the emergency room so many times uh, for, for false alarms that the baby was coming. Like, I can't, I can't just have this puppy and, and leave at three in the morning. So... I said, if you can keep this for a month, then we'll we'll take her. And she said, okay. And so they kept Nova as her name. They kept her for a month, and then she came home when my wife came home. So we brought, you know, one real baby and one fur baby home, and that was a lot, you know. 
And it, it was definitely maximum level of difficulty. And then three months later, we got a Bernese mountain dog puppy. And that one's named Luna. And we name most of our dogs through our team Slack. <laughs> <laughs> team Slack message threads. And yeah, so the answer is no more dogs. That's, a, that's an easy one. Chickens, for sure. We've got a thing called the Yoke Factory. It's a large chicken coop. Yeah. And the last one, Michelle wants a Great Pyrenees, but that would be an outside dog. So, I was going to say they're a yeah. guardian breed. They would be perfect for protecting chickens. Yes. Our neighbor they're has cool. one. Amazing dogs. They look like giant labs. But yeah, they, they will uh, wreck some coyotes for sure. Yeah, I think you need to uh, get one more dog there, Joel. <laughs> yeah, the Great Pyrenees. You, you want to contribute to the fund? <laughs> <laughs> Chloe, can you tell people that don't know, because I talk about you a lot on the show, how many dogs that you have <laughs> or how many okay. animals are in your house? Let's start okay, with that. I, for, I honestly, I forget if it was someone on the team or somebody outside like in my life, but somebody said the way I should answer this question is um, under 50. Under 50. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> then you got me counting on my hands and I'm like, ah, oh, shoot. No, but for real, we have, uh, we do dog rescue in this home and we foster fail a lot, but that's okay. Uh, I think I've earned it because I've had over 200 dog fosters. So we have 11 dogs here in the house that are forever members. Uh, five cats now. That's new. We just added a new cat and uh, two house pigs. Oh, there's two pigs now. Yeah, there's two pigs. We have Quigley and Petunia. Oh, I didn't know about Petunia. That's a new one for me. So, Joel, you <laughs> mentioned earlier, and I um, I almost asked you this earlier today, but I withheld it until now. You mentioned that you're taking some speaking and writing classes. I'm just mm. I'm just curious about that. Can you tell us about like what the classes are like? Whether you have any specific goals, things you want to take away from those classes? What's going on there? Yeah, so the idea is for me to improve and grow as a speaker and a writer so that the interviews are more interesting, so that I can get my ideas out in a clearer way, and so I don't say like and um a whole lot, right? So I found a couple things. The first thing I found was this thing called Storyteller Tactics. It's like PIP decks or something like PIP decks or something. Uh, but it just has different ways to craft stories, essentially like outlines or frameworks. So I'm working with that and they have video content and classes on, on their website. So I'm going to be going through those uh, for the storytellers, so like the writing aspect of it. And for the speaker aspect of it, I found this really cool guy on YouTube who I can't pronounce his name, but he's awesome. And he talks a lot about the psychology of speaking and different exercises he has for how to improve at speaking. And so I said, well, for the new year, I've really wanted to improve. And so I put time into my calendar four days a week to spend an hour improving and taking classes with either speaking or writing. Nice, nice. All right, so kind of recapping this year, who was the newest team member to join that you were most excited about? <laughs> I can't that answer can, that. Well, yeah. that could be individual or like okay. filling a role. 
Like, which, I okay. guess, which role were you most excited about? But tell us who your favorite employee is. Uh, yeah, we need to know. <laughs> <laughs> who is it? No. This will turn into a management episode. Things not to do. <laughs> HR. HR. <laughs> <laughs> that is one. I'm all right. I'll talk about the role that I'm looking forward to. One of those is a full time accounting and payments person so that the sales team can spend less time collecting payments and more time continuing to sell making them more efficient. So that would be something that I'm looking forward to. This year, I think we filled several key roles. We have Jesse now in production who isn't actively managing any shows, but he coaches all the producers that manage all the shows and getting him to go from individual contributor being the producer on a show to him coaching people to do it was was a big transition for us that went really, really well. So he's very competent. That was really exciting. Shannon, that role of specific person to do booking for the shows that, that we have, that was a really good hire. And the reason it was a good hire was because it was the most time-consuming thing that the producers were doing. And it was the least enjoyable thing, right? So we want to retain them. So we want them to have a job that they really enjoy doing. And so by bringing in Shannon, who loves that, everything was was amazing. Andrea played that role until we could find Shannon. Andrea's great. She is like a wizard in her workshop. Just She does cool things and comes and shows me. And I'm like, that's awesome. So that was a good one because we haven't had a role like that that was just marketing and content from a marketing standpoint. So now we have clip people too that are just making clips. We have writers, people that are just writing headlines and things of that nature. So just all in all, I would say all the positions I'm really excited for. I'm excited for all of the growth that happened as a whole last year. Yeah, we brought, we onboarded a lot of really great team members and we definitely have a culture here of finding amazing people, which is why it's so fun to work here, I think. Yeah. So November of last year, we were, I think, five people. And November of this year, we're 15 people. So there, there was some growth that happened there. And I want to go, I want to at least double the size of the company again this year. You can only do that if you have the revenue and the customers. So a lot of my time is being spent on marketing and sales and growing that engine we're going to need a bigger table when we do our quarterly meetups for I dinners. Know. That was so <laughs> much fun. Together. Yeah. We just did that how, like two weeks, three weeks ago. We flew everyone into Nashville and we had a giant team dinner and it was amazing. It was so good to see everybody. I think I had met in person only half the people. So it was great to meet a bunch of uh, the new team members in person. It was really great. The food was good. Guess what? We just had lunch there this weekend. Oh, really? No way. Yeah, yeah nice. we went to the museum. There, There's a country music hall of fame museum yes. downtown. And we were looking for food. And I said, oh, look, two blocks away is Merchants. Let's go over there. And we did. We had a little lunch there. We sat right by the elevator. And uh, it was great. It was The kids loved it too. They had amazing chicken nuggets and that's all you need to make the kids happy. Yeah. <laughs> Chloe, anything else to add? Wait, if people are interested in buying sponsorship, where should they go? They can find my mugshot on our website. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, the information's on the website. Uh, you can find my lovely face and photo and my email. 
which is Chloe, C-H-L-O-E, at moderncto.io. And that's a wrap. And we're good. Wait, I, I right. wanted to say one thing. Chloe, Joel, we made a podcast. How do you feel? <laughs> I feel good. <laughs> woo, woo, woo. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. And if you found this episode useful, please share it with a friend or a colleague who you think would get value from it. And if you have topics that you'd like to hear discussed on the podcast, either add me on LinkedIn or send me an email, joel at moderncto.io. Every time I get an email or LinkedIn message, it absolutely makes my day and inspires me to keep going.